Hello and welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. The call to gird up is an ancient way of telling a man to prepare himself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers, brothers in Christ, working hard to become the men that God has called us to be. I am your host, Charlie Jungemach. I'm a teacher, a coach, music director, and a man of God, myself working toward the goal of, like David, being a man after God's own heart. We're happy you could join us. Now it's time to roll up our sleeves, to gird up, and become the men that God has created us to be. All right, gentlemen, welcome back. My name is Charlie Ungemach, and I am your podcast host. I just want to take a second and say thank you. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this podcast. You're making my dreams come true. Uh, This is episode 11 already, and today we're going to take a turn in a new direction. Today we're going to start talking about celibacy. This is going to be part one. I picked a theme for this podcast because I thought it would be wise. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 18 through 20. Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a man commits are outside his body, but he who sins sexually sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. We're going to start off our celibacy chat today by discussing porn. Now, porn is not something people like to talk about. It's not something I like to talk about either. And the reason it's so hard to talk about is that it's something that takes place deep in our hearts. It's not a public sin like a lot of other sins are. Most of the time when somebody is abusing porn, nobody else knows about it because it's such a private, quiet sin. But it tears us apart from the inside. And the only way to kill the sin and to start the healing process is to bring it to light, to make sure we understand what we're really doing and to write it off, get it out of our lives. Everybody faces the temptation of porn. Because of the world we live in and the society of which we are a part, the temptation is constantly present, which makes it even more important that we live lives that are set apart. We are not of the world, and we need to protect our hearts. Porn has a tendency to take place in the deep, dark recesses of our heart and of our lives. It doesn't happen out in the open. It happens in a dark corner in a dark space, and nobody wants to talk about it. Well, this is the time. This is the place. We're going to start talking about this together. The first thing you got to realize about porn is that it drains right out of us all the healthy thoughts and even the chemicals that God has given us that drive us to pursue a woman and a lifelong relationship. Don't throw away the gifts that God has given you. Use them the right way. God, by design, has filled us, especially us young guys, with testosterone and other chemicals that provide a powerful sex drive that when used appropriately is a tremendous tool in the pursuit of a woman and the pursuit of a wife. These chemicals are so powerful that they can change and adapt the way our body looks to make us more attractive to women and they even can change the way we think. And as far as thoughts go, God has hardwired us with a tremendous desire to know our helpmate and be known by her in return. And that's a beautiful thing. Porn dilutes and pollutes this desire and converts it from a blessing to a soul-numbing curse. Second, when guys choose to view porn, 
What it does is it short circuits their brains and it ruins their ability to enjoy a happy, healthy, and intimate sex life by filling their brains with wicked, unrealistic, and lust-driven trash. And we treat sex like a recreational drug instead of the holy, intimate, and sacred gift of God that it is. This is an experience that should only be shared by a man, his wife, and their Heavenly Father, and that's it. The next issue I have with pornography is that it is extremely efficient at teaching men to objectify women. When dudes objectify women, what they're doing is reducing a vibrant and complex and fascinating creature into a one-dimensional toy. God created Eve to be so much more than that. And he created the women in your life to be more than that. And he created the girls on the screen to be much more than that. Objectifying these beautiful blessings, which is exactly what women are, men do way more harm and evil than they often realize and pollute the rich, dynamic, rewarding, and righteous relationships with the women they love. Finally, if a guy's using porn, it's going to slowly but surely strip all the joy and excitement for living right out of his life. If you're looking for an example of what I mean by that, think about this. Close your eyes for a second and relive the experience of asking a girl on a date for the first time or inviting her to prom. Oh, man, what an experience. Or the first time you kissed a girl or held hands in a car. It's exhilarating. And all those feelings and experiences are part of the way God created you. He planted the desire to win her heart deep in your soul, and you're supposed to enjoy it. And that's not an experience you can get from staring at a computer screen, no matter what you're looking at. That's what pornography is, a synthetic replacement for the euphoric challenge of pursuing a woman's affection. Porn gives guys a taste of the pleasure without any of the risk or any of the vulnerability and slowly but surely steals his soul. Now guys, in this day and age, it is not easy to avoid the temptation of porn. There's underwear on TV, nudity on Netflix, Instagram and social media are an animal of their own. And you can even just walk down the street in any college town these days and see way more Uh, than you're intended to. But in regards to temptation, I love one of Martin Luther's quotes. He says, I can't stop the birds from flying over my head, but I can keep them from nesting in my hair. Using porn and all the other nonsense that comes with it is like opening the door and inviting evil in. My heart is the place where the spirit dwells. Am I really going to open the door and force the spirit to share space with this wicked nonsense? It doesn't matter how strong you are or how much faith you might have. If you invite enough wolves in, they're eventually going to drive out the spirit. We're encouraged to drown our sinful nature in daily sorrow and contrition. There's already a beast and a battle going on inside. So why open the door or leave it open and let more evil in? Don't make that battle harder than it has to be. Flee from sexual immorality and keep yourselves pure so that you can receive the gifts that God has prepared for you. Think about it and pray about it. If it's something that's weighing on your heart, find somebody that you trust, preferably a man, and confess to them and have them pronounce forgiveness on you. Guys, this is something that will rot your soul. So don't play with it. It's like playing with fire. 
To finish up here, guys, I want to share with you Joshua Harris's seven tips for fighting internet porn. Joshua Harris wrote a great book called Sin is Not the Problem, Lust is. And it's a great read. I suggest you go out and find a copy of it and read it for yourselves. But I want to share with you his seven tips here. Number one, identify what's leading up to lustful indulgence on the internet. Figure out what your triggers are and make sure you're avoiding them. Number two, resolve that no technological convenience is worth sinning against God. If you can't handle that powerful blessing in your pocket, that iPhone, get rid of it or don't use it or get rid of the data plan. But don't let that device get between you and God. Number three, examine your mindset when browsing and the amount of time you spend online. Be intentional about the time you spend on the internet. What are you doing there and why? One of the things that I like to do is I just plug my phone in in a different room and then the temptation is gone. It doesn't keep me from sleeping. Even if it rings, it won't wake me up because it's out of sight, out of mind, out of the room. Number four, have an accountability partner that consistently asks about your internet activity. Just have somebody checking in on you. And don't make it your girlfriend or your mom, but make it a guy that you know and you trust and just check in every once in a while and have real conversations. Number five, Redefine over the line and make sure that your over the line isn't over the edge of the cliff. Set the line somewhere else, somewhere conservative, so that you're not always crossing the line. Number six, use website filters, blockers, and accountability software as a final line of defense, not the first. Those things are good and they're great and they're useful, but it's not going to stop you when push comes to shove. Those are just a final reminder like a check. Are you sure you want to do this? It is not your first line of defense. Number seven and the last one, fight this sin the hardest when you're feeling strong. We actually are the weakest when we're feeling good and feeling strong because we have this sense of victory. And reality is that we never will be perfect and temptation will always be chasing us. And like Paul said in our last podcast, I do the things I do not want to do. So even though you're feeling strong, make sure you're still fighting the temptation. Okay? I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Keep thinking about these things. Go out and live the lives you were meant to live. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. You can find more episodes just like this one on iTunes or SoundCloud under the name The Gird Up Podcast. You can follow me, Charlie Ungemach, at on Instagram at Coach Ungamak, on Facebook as Charlie Ungamak, or you can email me on the good old email at coachungamak at gmail.com. Please make sure you leave a review for this podcast. Make sure we get good ratings. And it's time now to go be the man that God has created you to be. God bless.